We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, back from Hawaii. I'm back, host. I didn't even think you were going to come back. I wasn't. Like, I was on the group chat. I was like, I saw one picture of you. I was like, he might not even come back. And then the next day, that was your caption on Instagram. It's like, look, I know him. I was, yo. On a boat. You had a flower shirt on. Yeah, dog, I wore flowers every day. I wore flowers every day. I drank every day. You're that tourist. Yeah, I'm that dude. <laughs> like, I was on black sand beaches. Oh, baby, I ain't never coming back. Yo, I had so much fun. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, why am I back? <laughs> Took the whole family, 13 people. We did a whole ass uh, family vacation, family business. So uh, That's so crazy. Like 13 people. 13, 13. Nieces, nephews, uh, my father, my mother, her husband, my wife's mother and father. Why didn't your pops get a plus one? Because we don't do plus ones. You ain't you ain't family, you ain't coming. <laughs> I'm just your mom brought her husband. I no, mean, she didn't. She didn't. My mother, my my well, yeah, because they've been married for dumb long. That's fair. I'm just asking, like, no, if I was your pops would be like, yo, I get a plus one. If like, he if he has somebody, cool. He ain't got nobody. My mother in law ain't got no well, she has her boyfriend, but no. Your pops could have found somebody. Your pops well, be out there still. Yeah, my pops be in the streets, pops but got, you know. Got game. You trip to Hawaii? <laughs> Say less. Yo, Hawaii trip seven days, every island. Yo. He I mean, but it was family, man. It was it was about the kids. It was about the family. It was about eating and drinking. It was about having a good time. It was about not worrying about shit. Like yeah. I, when I when I disconnect, I told y'all I disconnect. I had no idea was when I came home. I was like, I looked at my phone. I was like, holy shit, what did <laughs> I miss? It's a lot. Nothing really. You really didn't miss much. Well, in the wonderful world of combat sports, I missed a few things. Maybe I caught up. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah, it was. By the time you hit the group chat, you already watched like four different things. Yeah, I came home like. I landed Saturday night, immediately fired up UFC, watched the Bam Rodriguez Sonny Edwards fight. Then I'm still not caught up in wrestling. I feel like I missed a ton of wrestling. Yeah, there's some stuff. I'm watching a lot of wrestling, but I'm like, that, bro. That AEW tournament. It's, just, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. It's a lot. So it was a lot of me catching up, but I'm still in like vacation mode. 
Yeah. Like, I'm coming in here hot off of like two Don Julio shots and three margaritas. Like, <laughs> I'm still on vacation mentally. Good, good. Because today starts not only our recap of Devin Haney, Regis Proigrace, which I didn't get to talk about with you, Jake Paul, his fight, Bam Rodriguez, like you mentioned. We got a preview day of reckoning in Saudi. But of course, it's first day of the Corner Podcast Awards. Yes, it so is. So from here on out through this little holiday break, we're dropping one episode a week. So you guys will get boxing this week, a little bit more than one a week, I guess. Early to start next week, we are giving you MMA and then pro wrestling and then entertainment after that. So yeah. it is going to be a fun slate of shows gearing up into the next year. So we'll space them out a little more, but you guys will get all four Corner Podcast Awards. Dre, Haney versus Proy Grace. Hey, man, I keep telling y'all, stop disrespecting my man, uh, Devin. And who he went out there and pitched a fucking shutout. Yeah. Brilliantly. And put Regis down. That was the most shocking part. We got that he dropped him. Stop disrespecting Devin. Regis looked lost, though. My man, yo, my man's pound for pound. He is not. Who? Devin Annie. Yeah. How is he not pound for pound? Mm, it's fringe. No, it's not. Fuck. Are you nuts? Yeah. Undisputed lightweight champion, just won a bell at 140. He's un, he's not, he's fringe pound for pound. I think I had him in like number seven because he, they did say he beat Loma. So maybe I had him at like nine. But like nine? Yeah, Regis fight. That's a great win. It's just Regis, again, wasn't the same. We just saw Regis struggle the fight before this. Cambosis wins are, and eh, those weren't his Cambosis. And then the Loma win is very debatable. Bro, stop, stop. The man has, who, who is better than Devin Haney right now? Who has better wins than Devin Haney right now? I tell you this every time you ask. Who? Teofimo Lopez has better wins. He has wins. a loss to George Cambosis. The man had one lump. He lost. Sure, but then he came back and beat the king at the next division. I don't care. He lost. And he beat Loma. Really beat Loma. But he lost. Yeah, so did, did he, he lose? <laughs> no, no, no. Devin didn't. Devin. He didn't lose. No, he should have lost. Devin didn't lose. He beat Loma. George Cambosis in enemy territory twice sure. and pissed the shut out of Regis Progress. Sure. Who gave Josh Taylor hell. I've done the entire rundown of the Teofimo, George Cambosis shit show that was Triller and then DeZone. Whose fault is that? It ain't Devin's? Teofimo's a little bit of COVID. Yeah. You fucked around <laughs> and lost. That's on you. Sure. You asked me who had better wins. Yeah. Devin Haney has better wins. He does not have better wins than Teofimo Lopez. Dude, Teo's got two great wins, right? And a Comey, like a, a, a championship level Comey. We all know TFM was going to bomb Richard Comey that night. Sure, I didn't think like that. I mean, Jojo Diaz was phenomenal heading into the Devin Haney didn't fight. Didn't look like that. Didn't look like what? The win, the way Teal beat Comey is not oh, the way stop, stop. Devin beat Jojo Diaz. Devin Haney's pound for pound. Easy. All right. I mean, yeah, put him at the back. Yeah. No, at the back? Put him at the back. Who's ahead of Devin Haney? Teofimo Lopez is ahead of Devin he's Haney. He's not. He's lost. He, he's lost. So people lose. Canelo's lost. Canelo's like four. But also Can- ahead of Devin Haney. But Canelo has like tons of wins. There's a lot of wins. Teofimo lost to George Cambosis, who Devin Haney beat twice. And had one look. I, who's fault? Pound for pound. Like you can't, look, look. I can, this comes into my pound for pound scope. I'm not... Pound for pound is more than just wins and losses. I know the circumstances and I know the impressiveness of wins as well. His win against Lomachenko, sure, they both got wins, was way more impressive and decisive 
than Devin Haney's was. There was no controversy. What other wins does Tiafimo have? Josh Taylor, who beat Regis Prograce, Barely. who beat everyone in the division, everyone. Who was everyone? He sweat. He ran through the entire tournament. Who did you, wait, wait, wait. Who did Josh Taylor fight before he fought Tiafimo Lopez? Ramirez? No. Oh, uh, Catterall. Catterall. In a fight that everybody thought he lost, right? Correct. Everybody thought he yeah. lost that fight. I would love to see Tio beat the shit out of Catterall, too. But he didn't. He would. I'm just saying the point, the fact of the matter is. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, if Devin won against Loma, then sure. Then same thing. He did win. Taylor won against Catterall. Right? Right. He won. That, cool. That's so facts. He was undefeated. Correct. The king of 140. And Tio beat And Tio did not only beat him, how he beat him, yes. he styled on him, beat the brakes off of him. Sure. They weren't in the same stratosphere he in terms of him. talent. Yes. He housed him. Which is a more impressive win than beating Regis Progress. Mm. The man beat Regis. He did. So there's no Several problem. years ago. Show I'm just saying. Him. I'm saying, in, in terms, the, the bottom line is, boy, Tiafimo lost. that goal post. But the, the loss. Tiafimo lost to George Cambo. Sure. That's, that's, all, that's the only blemish on Tio's record. Yeah. Otherwise. He's beat two undisputed champions. Otherwise, Tio would be ahead of Devin. Has anyone else beat two undisputed champions? Who? Anyone has anyone in boxing for Bell Era on? Has anyone defeated two undisputed champions? No. Cool. But you lost. Sure. So but he, he, he beat two. <laughs> you ring. lost and coughed up your undisputed titles. Well, maybe Loma's not undisputed. They, saying, they had to unify. But you, yes. lost, you lost and you coughed up your undisputed titles. If Tio didn't lose that fight, wouldn't have any complaint. Yeah. Tio's look phenomenal. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Devin is 25 years old doing things that 25 year olds don't do. Teal's 25. No, Teal's older. Teal's closing on 27. <laughs> He's old. Hey, fact, again, he lost. He made a bad yeah, business like decision and he lost. I love Teal. I think Teal's also pound for pound. I think the real is 26 until July 30th. And Devin's. The 20, man just turned 26. Devin's 25 until November. But the point is, is they're a year apart. There's Devin and there's Teal right now. And T- I think Teal did it at 25. Could. Could T.O. pass Devin? Yes. Right now? No. They're close. They are close. Not close enough. You got a loss. A loss is a loss is a loss. Devin has none of those things. Sure. Do we... And this I'm is just so, saying pound for pound rankings might be more than just wins and losses. No. Pound saying. for pound rankings is... It is wins and losses. Like, there's a reason why Floyd Mayweather was ahead of everybody else because he was undefeated. Crawford ahead of him. Inouye ahead of him. Usyk ahead of him. Canelo yes. ahead of him. Uh, mm. Do you put Bivali ahead of Haney right now? It's very tough. I don't think so. No. No. I don't Devin think so. Haney's like top five pound for pound. Um, Shakur's not ahead of him. Javante's not ahead of him. No. It's Haney and Teal, whichever order you want to put him. Cool. So if we're putting Teal behind him, that puts Haney we're, at five. We're putting Teal behind him. We're putting him behind Bivali as well. No, I put Teal ahead of Bivali. How? Because Bivali hasn't. Become undisputed in anything. That, come on, man. He beat Canelo. That's his one claim to fame. That is pretty significant. It, it is, is it but he hasn't even faced the other great in his division. That's the only person has done it twice. The only other person and, is Artur Betterbeev, right? Yes. Bivol's beat everybody else, right? Sure. He pretty much cleaned out Canelo, right? Yeah, yeah. He, beat he dominated Canelo. him, right? Yeah. He he dominated a smaller guy who's a very good fighter. He's undefeated, who moved all right? The way up. 
Sure. He housed Gilberto Ramirez as well, right? Yeah, but what the fuck is Gilberto Ramirez? I'm just saying. He hasn't fought the second best or the first Who's best is that? guy in his division. That's boxing. And that's cool. When he does, I'll T- move him above Tio. Tio will get there in time. The Tio loss, been there. The loss, been a foreign the loss hurts. It don't matter. The loss hurts. That's fine. That's what matters. The win after was big enough, in my opinion, to catapult him back up. Back up to who? To now six. Because I'll put Devin ahead of him. I would not put him the- ahead of Dimitri Bivol. Bivol's undefeated. B Canelo. Not putting him in a feature of all. Yeah. No. I get it. That's that's his win. It's the Canelo win. And that's that's cool. But it means right. cool. It's great. Let's see. Canelo, Arrow you, drops all the way off of my Do list. you remember where Canelo was at when he fought Dimitri Bivol? One. Yes. Yeah. So Bivol was like 20th, 15th. And it jumped him and enough. He dominated Canelo. I'm not telling you he's not in the top 10. I know that. He's just, just not above those two. I'm just saying. And then, then I'll put Bivol. Uh, Fury dropped out of my top 10. Fury dropped out of everybody's um, top 10. Not ESPN. Uh, he should have. Fury dropped out of my top 10. He gets a chance to prove it, though. So that's cool. We sure. count a ball back up. Uh, Shakur's towards the bottom. This last fight wasn't great. Shakur just, he needs time. Gervonta's in the mix. Yeah, Javante's in this funky spot right now. Javante doesn't have a better win than Tiafimo. He doesn't have a better win than Devin. He doesn't have a better win than Shakur. Does he have a better win than Ryan? Yes, he beat Ryan. So that's no, no. Okay, I was just I'm just saying like, automatically, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you beat him. Right, but he, he he's pound for pound because we all look at him and believe based on the skill and talent. Tell him when you clean everyone, how you win. He just doesn't has to count for something. The problem is he, he just hasn't fought anybody. That's fair. But if you fight, he hasn't fought nobodies. I mean, Leo Santa Cruz is not a nobody. Leo Santa Cruz is moving up two way classes. Okay. So it's so Canelo. We, we, what the no, no, no. Canelo moved up one. Leo moved up two. All right. So. And it already lost. All right. So he fought Leo. It's not a nobody. He's I, fought people. I can't put Barrios, a lot of weight on that win. Isn't Barrios a full-ass champion right now? No. Mario Barrios didn't just win he a 47 title. Oh, I thought... No, no, no. I thought it was vacated. No, man. He has no title. He about to be. Crawford going to vacate all that shit. But it won't be Mario Barrios. What do you mean? Boots is getting, has the IBF. Okay. What did Barrio win? Uh, Mario Barrios won like the interim WBA. He'll be the, WBA. They're general. not going to elevate him. Trust me. Mm-mm. They're not going to move him up. Make him earn it again? He, yes, they're going to absolutely make him earn well, that. There's shit. no one else at 47. He'll win that. No, he won't. Mario Barros isn't that good. He looked good in that fight. Okay. You're doing this, Ugas is washed. But. He's former champion. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of former. But the thing about Tank is he had. For the pound for pound conversation, he has to fight somebody. Compared to his peers. I get it. How you win. He's not fighting scrubs all the time. How about that? He is. He's fighting decent fighters. Who? But. Rolly Romero? No, Rolly. Rolly Romero is a full champion. Come come on. All champions are not built the same. We know this. We know this. It's not. But if you're giving Devin Haney consolation prize, I'm giving one. No, no, no. George Cambosis is better than Rolly Romero. Sure. But Rolly Romero beat an old man. He, According to the books. And he kind of didn't. Okay. But, and he is a full champion and Tank knocked him out. Barrios, 
interim champion, two weight class higher. Tank knocked him out. Santa Cruz no, no, he knocked fought, him out. He had he had Barrios was essentially weight drained. They fought it. They're all weight drained. Ryan That's Garcia my point. Not, but it's how you win, and oh, it's not man. only that he's winning. It's that he's stopping everyone. So the eye test then Cruz. says, except for Isaac Cruz, who broke his hand, they're probably going to run it back. They should run it back. But who nobody knew, wants to see that. Who knew who Isaac Cruz was before that fight? Nobody. Remember why Isaac Cruz got that fight? And he beat the hell out of someone who was washed, and now people like him. Well, yeah, he beat up fucking Yuri Gamboa. Boy. But the reason why Tank got that fight was because Rolly Romero got caught up with the women's situation. Yes. That's the only reason. People are like, who the fuck is Isaac Cruz? The Isaac Cruz fight was so bad on paper that Showtime never released the pay-per-view numbers. Yeah. Because nobody knew who he was. Now, granted, Isaac Cruz has looked better, but compared they, to... they done a good job building him off a loss. Yeah. Com- well, they have to. They got to make Tank look good. Yeah. <laughs> compared to Fimo, Shakur, Devin, Tank's resume is vastly inferior. Yeah. But we all look at the talent. We was like, it's mm, that he's got it. Yeah. We just need to see him fight somebody. We we might, according to the shit talking. You only put so much in the shit talking. Hey, but there's gotta be some follow through. There's somebody gonna want the smoke. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jake Paul, first round knockout. It's a real boxer this past Sure. Week. Look, I've seen people critical. Oh, he took a dive. Dude didn't take a dive. No. He got caught with a nice uppercut. He got caught, he got caught with a nice uppercut. But look at all your favorite fighters. Look who they fought in their 11th fight. Yeah. Like, look at who Canelo fought. These guys, most of these guys, Canelo, you just go on the list of world champions, even Floyd. For your 11th fight, you're usually fighting the guys like 5 and 37. Yeah. 20 and 21. 19 and 5. 
Jake Paul fought a guy that had one loss and he beat him. And I see people going, ah, that don't mean nothing. No, this is natural progression for a guy who wants to get ranked and win a national champ- a world championship. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. No. Once he gets ranked, he's skipping the line somewhere. Sure. And he's not stupid. The WBC is skipping all the lines for everybody. Him. And I was like, yo, he fought at 185 every other fight. To the point where with Tommy Fury, he was pissed because Tommy Fury didn't want to cut down, like to meet him in the middle. Yeah. I think 190 was their fight. And he was like, make 190. And then I turned around on Friday or on Thursday for the weigh-ins, 199. It's like, this motherfucker wants no smoke at 185 in real boxing. Mm-mm. He looks at 200. He was like, oh, Cruiser. I could beat someone there on some lucky judges like me type shit. Sure. This, I mean, look. Could he get a world title in the next two years? Sure. Jay Leon Love a champion still? Jay Leon Love is his trainer. Is he a champion at 200? No, he's a trainer. Badu Jack is Badu a champion. Badu Jack is the champion. Yeah, Jay Leon Love is, is Jake Paul's yeah, trainer. Yeah, same shit. But uh, Badu Jack is a champion. And Badu, people thought he was wild. Yeah, and Badu's good. They yeah. He could eventually get to that point. This is just what you naturally do to move up the rankings. Like this fight. I guess Andre August was the perfect yeah. example of like, oh, my love fight. I'm going to fight a dude with a little yeah. bit of experience. Jake's about to announce his next fight. He said he's going to fight again in February. Yeah. He's going to fight like four times before like August. Yeah. So that next year, this time, it's the title fight. That, that I mean, I just don't understand why up. people are being so critical. Like, this is what you do in boxing. It was free. But they, they can't fathom or rock, wrap their head around him being a real boxer. No, they can't. And it's just like fight KSI. KSI is going to be there whenever. Yeah, I'll fight him tomorrow. I'll fight him two years from now. I'm going to make the same amount of money. Yeah. But I want to become a world champion. So I'm going to fight these guys, move up the rankings, and get a big fight. I I don't understand it. The bigger story off of that. If he becomes a legit boxing world champion, people are going to lose their shit. They are. He's got a lot of things to tighten up. He could get there. I saw Roley win a championship. That's so I'm saying. not, and not saying Roley, Roley's committed his entire life and career. And he's been in Floyd's gyms. He's sparred the best. He, he's been in the ring with the best. I, he is a professional. Somewhere along the line, he got really bad. He's always not been good. No, but he's gotten worse. No, no, no. He hasn't gotten worse. Roley's been, I've been watching Roley for a long time. Been in the gym. But I seen him like, well, sparring. Come so on, different. man. He's not good. No. We all know he's not good. So everybody, like everybody in the gym, his face. right? And that's why Roly goes, "Oh, why you guys think I'm gonna fight next week? I'm not fighting at all. I'm doing my Roly Romero impression. Yeah. I'm not fighting because he's he knows Said he's gonna lose. Him and two women in a car in Mexico getting double top here. Yeah, like he's he's not trying to fight because he knows what's up. I gotta I gotta bleed this shit out until I get knocked out. That's it. <laughs> he, next time he fights is for the biggest. Of big bags. I mean. Because it's his last one. Sure. Yeah. It's the biggest he going to get. Um, <laughs> that's, that's tough. But Jake, I like to move for him. Stay yeah. active. Move up the rankings. Yeah. Look good, though. In terms of size and everything. I mean, it was, look good. was around, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not performing. He just looked good at that way. He looked like a boxer. And then Bam Rodriguez, Sonny Edwards. Is Bam Rodriguez top 10 pound for pound? I forgot Bam my pound for pound. After this fight? It's 100% in my power. 100%. 100%. There, Bam Rodriguez 
ain't even 24 yet. He's scary good. He be scary young. Carlos Quadras, Syracat, Soren Visay, and now he just beat Sonny Edwards, who's really good. Yes, he is. And I I wasn't here to talk about it, but I predicted that Bam would win a decision, but he would he would drop him at some point in the fight. I think Sonny Edwards is excellent. The problem with Sonny is he likes to stay in the pocket a little too long. Yeah. Because usually against smaller fighters, he can outbox them. He can pick his spots. Bam hits too hard. Bam wore his ass out. Yep. Bam Rodriguez is top I, 10 pound for pound. I thought Sonny could have finished, but it's a smart decision by him in his corner. It was going to get bad. It was about, like, there was two rounds left, so you could thug it out. Yeah, he was going to get hurt. But it was one of those, like, you know what? Sonny's not old. No. Like Sonny, here you Either Bam's going to move up and we can dominate down here again, or we'll just beat him to the punch while he's trying to unify everything. And get some belts at the next division. We just keep weight jumping until we got to see the guy again. Hopefully, we're bigger and we figure it out. Yeah, it was it was a situation where Bam's the bigger puncher. Bam's has excellent footwork. It's one thing I wrote in my preview before I left. I was like, people underestimate Bam Rodriguez's footwork. The man moves so well to cut off the ring. Yeah, and allows you no point of escape. And his body work is also underrated, which slows Sonny Edwards down. I just need to see his defensive footwork catch up before he moves up division. Yeah, he's, um, he's the, fine. obviously the next division up. He's fine because he's the he, power. He was already him. a champion there. Yeah, like he moved he down. The best fighter at that yeah. division, so he's he's fine there. But it's like uh, they were talking about him skipping one eighteen entirely. He can, and before the end, like this time next year, challenging Noyo anyway. It's possible for one twenty two undisputed. And I was like, I don't know if anyway it would still be a twenty two though. In a way, he said he wants to stay there for a second. We'll see. I mean, a calendar year is not like unfathomable. Right. But it's one of those for Bam. It's like, damn, I know the kid likes challenges and he'll jump in. But it's like against Inoue, a guy who's bigger and he's now allowing his body to grow bigger because he's going to move up. Then it's like, uh, defensively, you, you can't stand in the pocket with that guy, really. No, no. I, I think Bam. If they try to rush him. If like they don't we rush had- him, let him grow. He's fine. We had a conversation over at the Sporting News about our pound for pound list. And we were like, oh, Bam should be like, well, they, I was on vacation. I looked in my Slack channel. There's like, oh, Bam should be 11 or 12. And I was like, well, he's ahead of Vasily Lomachenko. He's ahead of, uh, ahead of Spence. Yeah. He's, but he's ahead of, because we have Tank at like nine. I was like, yeah. he's ahead of Tank. I was like, he's, he's ahead of Tank. Yeah. He has better wins, more championships, better wins. He has better wins more ch- and more decisive victories. Yeah, like stopped he, him. He beat the shit out of Syracuse. So he like, he pummeled him. Yeah. Like he took Sonny Edwards to church. Yeah. Made him pray for forgiveness. He beat, and more credit, him. like so, so much credit goes to Sonny Edwards because he handled everything like a pro. Mm-hmm. From the face-off, the press conference, he was like, I think he's good. I just think I'm better. And then when he lost, he was like, I thought I was better. And I was what? I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like he hit a lot harder than I thought. Like, Sonny Edwards' whole face was just morphing. Swollen. But Bam Rodriguez is, he's, he's definitely pound for pound. He's one of the most exciting fighters to watch. He doesn't have a bad fight. And he's, he's under 25. Yeah. He's, it's going to be interesting because now not many people possess that power at that light of a weight class. None. So now you're, yeah, this has been one. 
Other than Inaway? Uh Manny Pacquiao. Starting I mean Manny Pacquiao didn't Manny Pacquiao didn't have that power until he got to 30. He had the volume because he was I'm just saying, beats on people. He didn't have the power yeah. until he got to, like when he once he got to 30, he was decimating people. Well, yeah. But he wasn't even fighting top quality opposition. No. Manny didn't Manny showed up as a late replacement. And then like the Barrera, Morales, like 30, 35, 40, 40. That's like, where he made his his bones. Bam is doing this at 18 and 22. Yeah. Bam's doing this at 112. Eight. Like he's, yeah, 12, 18, 22. Like yeah. started at 12. He came in on short notice against Squadras at 18. Won the title. Or that's 14, 18, 22. Yeah, 14. My bad. Yeah. And then he went back down to capture another world title. Then he fought Sonny Edwards, just beat him. And now he's like, ah, I can go back up. To be that young? Skipping a whole division is tough. But, like, yo. Um, but no, amazing performance yeah. by him. And then this weekend, we have Day of Reckoning in Saudi. Boy, that's a loaded card. It's a lot of fights. But I mean, it's I'll loaded. i there in front of the TV all damn day. It's, I mean, bruh. Daniel Dubois and Jarrell Big Baby Miller are fighting like five fights down on the car. <laughs> Deservingly so. Not even deserving. Like that's that's a main event for most any other network. Yeah. Like that's a showtime main event. That's a But on this card. Yeah, on this card. But I mean, look. Obviously, Joshua, Otto Valine, Deontay Wilder, Joseph Parker, Dimitri Bivol, Philip Hergovich, uh, Jaya Patea. Like this card is loaded. If you're not waking up on the West Coast at eight in the morning to watch this card, I don't know what you're doing. Yep. This this is one of the arguably one of the most stacked boxing cards I've ever seen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You have to go back to the old Don King era of Frank Sanchez. Oh yeah, I forgot Frank Sanchez. Yeah. This I mean, it's loaded. Makes no damn sense. All these people on one card. Saudi was like, yo, it starts at eight a.m. Eight a.m. West Coast. All right, I'll be up. I mean, I'll be up too. I'm just, bruh. It's, all right. Co-main and mains for the two co-mains. I guess uh, Joshua won the flip. Sure. So Deontay Wilder versus Joseph Parker. I mean, Wilder's going to stop him. Right. I mean, that's not going to a decision. If Wilder wins, he's going to knock him out. It's just how long. I, I give it four rounds. I'll say this. In my personal opinion, I, I know people disagree. Deontay Wilder is going to have a harder time with Joseph Parker than Anthony Joshua is with Otto Valine. The reason I say this is Wilder doesn't win rounds. Yeah. He knocks people out. Joseph Parker, if he can find a way to stay away, he's going to win rounds. Yep. On the other side of the coin, Valine, he's won, I believe, five in a row since he lost Tyson Fury. His last fight was a split decision of, over Murat Gassiev, who was a former cruiserweight champion. He didn't look great in that fight. He's there to get hit. And he's not terribly dangerous. He's dirty, though. He's dirty, but he's not terribly I'm dangerous. Not sure that's the greatest style matchup. I was explaining this for Anthony Joshua. I'm not sure if Anthony Joshua would get dirty. I do believe that it could be interesting at some point. But I think Joshua's going to stop him. I think they both probably get stopped. They they do. But I think Wilder might have a harder time finding his target over the course of 12 rounds. Yeah. Because it's just Parker, harder. 
Yeah, Parker's a little bit more crafty. He's a good boxer. Could he get knocked out in the first round? Sure. Absolutely. But Deontay Wilder, only- he's not a good boxer. Like, he's yeah. not a, a round winner. Like, he doesn't win decisions. That's not what he... I don't show up to win decisions. I show up to knock people out. Yeah, he has to place the punch perfectly. Yeah. And that can take some time. It, that's, yeah, that's it can take five harder. rounds. It can take eight rounds. It can take like, ten rounds. Joshua has a lot more ways to win. Yeah. And in he's turn... He's a better boxer. Yeah, make it look good. Like, 100%. you know, like, if Otto Valine for some reason, decides to engage and slug it out, Josh would keep him off a little bit, use some footwork, or he could sit down, turn on it, counter. Wilder's just hunting. Yeah. Hunting and praying with the right hand. Every time he eats. So, I, I mean, I'm not telling man to reinvent the wheel, but it, it could be difficult if it takes him seven, eight rounds to find that range without getting tired. He's really only got tired against Tyson Fury. That's a giant man leaning on. Yeah. But not like everyone could do that too. So I'd love to see what game plan they come into this. Does he try to get rounds to show off new tools? It's been 14 months since he fought. What has he learned? Like, is he going to come out with the body punches? Is he going to use the jab for more than a range finder? No. Deontay Wilder is Deontay Wilder. We know we're going to get it, but it's it's damn good when we get it. Malik's got to try and teach him a little something. So. I mean, he's going to try. He's going to try to go to the body. He's going to do the long jab. But at a certain point, he's going to be like, well, I'm Deontay Wilder. What do I do? Throwing Hit this people right. in the face. Yeah. I mean, Reckless abandon. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> like, Joseph Parker can't hurt me. The so, only bad thing that can happen this weekend is one of them losing. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Or a draw. I don't see that happening. I don't see either of these fighters, fights going to the distance. No, they'll they'll be stopping just, and then they'll stand stay in the ring and they'll be like, oh, 2024, Joshua Wilder in the fight that everybody wants to see. And then, then we'll finally get it. Yeah, that is the fight I want to see. Everybody it's wants to see. Arguably the most anticipated fight next year. Yeah, it's up there. The, yeah, depending on what these young kids do. but Not even what these young kids do. It depends on what Canelo does. I wouldn't, I would be more excited for Wilder Joshua than Canelo Benavidez. Would you be more excited for that than Canelo Crawford? No. No, you would not. Stop. No, that's tough. Stop. There's, if Crawford moves up I, three weight classes to fight Canelo... Yeah, that's because the intrigue is so high, yeah, right? 100%. That's the only fight then that matches. And I'm not even going to say best. It matches my intrigue for Joshua Wilder because there's, there's so much that can happen in that fight. Yeah. And someone is going to sleep. Crawford Canelo, there's a possibility that nobody goes to sleep. It's possible. He could chess match it. Crawford could beat the shit out of him, but Canelo would be big enough to withstand it. Like, you know, there's a ways I can see that going to a decision. There's not one part of my brain that sees Joshua and Wilder going 12. No, I agree, but it could also suck. Joshua Wilder? No. Worst case, one person gasses, no, gets no, no. their head taken off. Um, what I mean by suck is it it may not be exciting until the knockout happens, right? That's all I need, right? I'm just saying Crawford Canelo, even Benavidez Canelo. Benavidez don't have bad fights. No. He just doesn't. And we got to see Canelo under pressure. It's one of the most anticipated heavyweight fights in recent memory. Uh, I mean, I think it's high up there, but on my wish list, it's top three. Okay. But, yo... Crawford Canelo is the only fight I'll accept if Canelo doesn't fight Benavidez. That's the only fight. That's fair. That's it. You probably get like some some fluff in there. I don't want no Charlo just fight. Upset you. No, no, no. Uh, no Charlo. 
really can only fight Caleb Plant. Stop the bullshit. Yeah. Damn it, I'm gonna have to change one of my awards. Thank you for making me say that. With that being said, though, it is Corner Podcast Awards time for boxing. This time we did something different. I didn't tell Dre anything about these awards. No, man, I just showed up. Doesn't even know the categories. Some are the same as last year and the years past. Some are brand as new. This is going to be fun. So first one, pretty easy. Men's Boxer of the Year. Terrence Crawford. Ooh, we differ. How? Good. No, your way in a way. And I'm counting my chickens before they hatch. Nah. It's about to be undisputed again. Don't care. This would be his second undisputed title of the year. Nah. Give me this guy. How? Who wins two undisputed belts in one year? I'm just saying, is there, does in a way have a better win than Terrence Crawford against Errol Spence? Mm, no. No. I mean, he just does beat anybody, the shit out of Steve. Does anybody have a better win than Terrence Crawford against Errol Spence? No, he beat down with Cool Boy Steph, though. He's about to beat the hell out of another champion. Is Cool Boy Steph Errol Spence Jr.? No, no one was. Two people, maybe. Look, that Earth. one fight, because it wasn't close. No. Errol Spence got dog walk, yes. boat race. Pick any phrase that you want. Yeah. In a fight that everybody was like 50-50 between two top five pound, pound fighters in the world. Waited decade, damn, like five, we six years. We waited five for years for that fight, but Terrence Crawford went out there Took one of the top five pound for pound fighters in the world. Some people's list was Crawford two, Errol three. He was top five for five years. And Terrence Crawford beat the shit out of that man. Like the man never boxed a day in his life. I don't care what you do. David Benavides had a phenomenal year. Devin Haney had a phenomenal year. In a way, had a phenomenal year. None of the wins come close to what Terrence Crawford did to Errol Spence. Not even close. I'm mad at you for saying that. That's just one fight all year. That's all you need. I mean, that, it, again, if it was a decision or if it was a back and forth and a knockout, Terrence, he dog walked him. We had never seen Errol Spence hurt, in trouble, in danger of losing a fight. No. In his entire career. Seen him hurt once. And that's because the man. He wasn't hurt. Fumbled his veneers and didn't know what the but fuck was But he wasn't was even going hurt on. against Ugas. He was like, oh shit, where are my teeth? Yeah. And then he was like, I'll just pick him up. Yeah. And then he went, the what did he do? The bell saved him. Then he came back out and he got to work on the eye. Yeah. But he's, he's never been in trouble. And Terrence Crawford had him in trouble three minutes into the fight. Yeah. Dropped him in the second. It was over. Yeah. Like th- it, was, it was a wrap. I think in a way is incredible. But he hasn't fought a top five pound for pound guy. No. Like, the if you want to argue, oh, he, he needs more than one fight. I don't, that one fight is worth more than anybody's fights. Sam Crawford's my fighter of the year by a country mile. Women's boxer of the year. This was tough. It's Katie Taylor. I put Katie Taylor too. Because Clarissa hasn't fought. She had yeah. like one fight. Bumgarner had this shit going on with her. We don't even know what's going on with her. Chantel had a chance to run away with this yep. if she would have beat Katie. And Manny Serrano didn't really beat anybody. She defended her titles twice. And she I like. That she's, ish, you know, taking the initiative to bring three minutes, 12 rounds. I, like, I could have gave it to her off that, but. Yeah, it's, it's Katie Taylor. Yeah. Like Katie Taylor losing to Chantel Cameron at a higher weight class and then coming back and looking as good as she did. It's yeah. Katie Taylor. It's hard right. to give it someone with a loss, but it's like, no. Yeah. This, she came this back. This is what boxing is. is. You came and got that back. She got that dub back and she's undisputed. Yeah. Uh, prospect of the year. 
what is a prospect? Fam, you can't be in like title contention. You can't so, be like highly ranked. Like, well, like Floyd Schofield? That's my prospect of the year. That kid is good. Really fucking good. <laughs> like, really good. Carmel is too young. Like, Carmel would be a prospect in this running next year. Yeah. Uh, Big Baby, Anderson, and even they Xander, they, they've passed that. They, they've surpassed um, that, all of them. They're all, uh, Shushu was close. Yeah, Shushu's, yeah. Shushu moved up a lot. Um, Keyshawn, I consider, passed that too. Yeah. Um, Shushu's moved up a lot, but I still think Schofield edges him in that one. Because Floyd Schofield is a guy that nobody really knew, right? Unless you're like a hardcore, and then you watch some of these this past year. How many fights he had this year? He's been busy. Three, I believe. And he's looked excellent in all of them. Yep. Floyd oh, Schofield is like, four. if you're Oscar, you got to pay attention to that kid. Yeah. Because he's he's got the goods. So Floyd Schofield's my prospect. Yeah, yeah I take Floyd Schofield there too. And this is when uh, the wards take a different path. This is where the weird shit happens. Yeah. Good weird shit though. Uh, ass whooping of the year. Harold Spence, Terrence Crawford. <laughs> like, come on, yeah, man. You didn't even give him men's boxing. Yeah, he got ass whooping it. He got them both. <laughs> like, come on, man. You dog walk somebody like that? That is the... Again. There's, there's good categories because that's my favorite thing because we always do KO of the year. Yeah. And I was like, yo, ass whooping the year. No, put so much more into this because David Benavidez put the beats on Caleb Plant. He did. That was an ass whoop. He that did. was up there. It was. But then and Terrence Crawford... Terrence Crawford went out there and then beat yeah. the shit. Like, again, I've watched boxing for a long time. I've watched high-level fights. We have never seen a 50-50 fight between two top five pound-for-pound fighters be so one-sided. And I said Bud was going to stop him, and I still couldn't fathom that fight Not, going like that. Nobody could. Anybody that said that, that they saw that is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could have said, oh, you know, I'll be back. Bo Mac like, probably was like, damn, we're going to be in for a dog yeah. fight. Like, all and right. then we'll get it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, everybody I talk to, people that have said, oh, I'm picking Terrence Crawford to win. Cool. He'll stop him late. All right. Nobody said, oh, he's going to drop him in the second round and then proceed to destroy that man's face. Like, nobody saw that coming. That is the ass whooping of the year. <sighs> yeah. That's, it's hard to... It's absolutely year across all sports. Yes. And then Draymond has mollywopped several people in the NBA. Yo. Crawford still gets ass whooping in a year. Yo, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it just, it's, there's nothing close, man. Nothing. Uh, best entrance of 2023. And I'll Saudi, let you go first. Saudi's in the bag now. It is. And I like the Ryan entrance a lot. But I put this in there because you're a man of setting up entrance. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't give Bud every win. <laughs> but him and Eminem was so top I know, level. That's what I'm thinking. Was dope. My runner up was Canelo coming out with Santa Fe Clan, and that shit going crazy. Well, from Mexican Independence. Actually, I would put Canelo's interest against John Ryder over that with the 86 person mariachi band. Oh, that was yeah. That was, and he had like the sparkling little mini Yo, stage. That just that might be my interest of the year. Like the the Crawford. Eminem thing was so big because it's like, yo, it's fucking Eminem. Eminem. Right? But it wasn't nothing theatrical behind it. Yeah. Canelo had a whole performance. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> um, Mario Barrios was in this for me. Him coming out with the full like Aztec <coughs> Mexican headdress. All the dancers had it. Yeah. All this and they beat the shit out of you done this. But they came out with the official tissue. That was a good like one. Like uh 
someone on Twitter called him Cool Cool Khan. Like, like this fucking Black Panther <laughs> too. Like, he was Namor. Like, he came out with the whole shit, and that was so dope. I mean, Tyson Fury's interest against Ngannou, walking down the halls with all the legends. Yeah. Like, he just shit the bed by the time he got in the <laughs> ring. But you dabbing up Lennox Lewis and like you are talking to legends walking down the hall. Yeah. That was an incredible entrance, and then you just shit the bed. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, but yeah, Crawford with Eminem is mine. I like going with Canelo though. You, that's the thing. You're a big pomp and circumstance guy. I am. I love it. Give all the pyro. Uh, most entertaining beef in boxing this year. I'm so torn. You go first. I got a couple. <sighs> I'm still giving it to Shakur Stevenson, Devin Haney. Yo, him sending bottle service. Him sending bottle service after <laughs> Haney wins against Loma. And Shakur talking shit all night, all night on social media. Like, Loma won. I know he won. And then he's like, fuck it. Sign the contract. Yeah. Sign it. And Haney throws the party in Houston, a celebratory party. And Shakur sends him the bottle service. Bottle girls walk over. Devin Haney's like, what the fuck? Sparklers. And on the sign, it says, sign the contract. Then the camera just pans across the whole party. And Shakur just there fucking smiling from across the way. Menacingly. It was exceptional. That shit's like next level Batman villain trolling right there. And he took it off the internet. So I got to, yeah. it's okay to do this shit on Twitter. But he took it off Twitter in real life and crowded the man's space. I love it. I will go with... Benavidez Plant because Caleb Plant bought a website with David Benavidez's name and sold merch <laughs> off of that shit. Yeah. That was exceptional that was, trolling. That's really good. Like he, I think he told me he made like $28,000 on merch <laughs> off of DavidBenavidez.com that got rerouted to Caleb Plant's website selling revenge tour shirts. And then David was like, I'm just going to beat the fuck out of you. And yeah. you went and did that. The Crawford Spench merch back and forth was really good. That was good too. Uh, that was good too. The only one and again, I stuck with Shakur because that moment's so great. And he's still talking shit on Twitter and all the young kids talking shit. The only moment that I was, I was wavering back and forth, Caleb Plant slapping the shit out of Big Charlo. Yeah. That's real beef. It was. And like just in front of everybody. Well, that's, that's hard not to put a number one because he put hands on a grown man. Yeah, that's not talking And then though. said, that's, fight me. That's action. That's beef though. That is. That's. When Biggie said, what's beef? That's real beef. Well, you know what my runner-up actually is. Can I, uh, Oscar De La Hoya and Ryan Garcia. <laughs> Ryan going scorched earth on everybody? Yo, Ryan going scorched earth, and then Oscar De La Hoya was like, I don't know he has mental problems. Like, God <laughs> damn, like, what are we doing here? Like, that's your fighter, bro. Like, what Ryan we- cut the pipe bomb on Golden Boy. He did. In that, front of everybody. That is my runner-up. Like, <laughs> your pr- promoter versus fighter beef? Ooh. Almost undefeated, but yeah. me personally, I'm going to pick Benavidez Plant because I've never seen a human being was like, I'm going to buy your name, <laughs> sell merch off of it. Sell merch and make incredible. A, turn a good profit. Yeah, make a lot of money. Most shocking moment of the year in boxing. Terrence Crawford knocking out Harold Spence Jr. Oh, that is not mine. What is yours? Francis Ngannou knocking down Tyson Ooh, Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Dropping Tyson Fury and standing over him. Yeah. yeah. No one saw that coming. No. And the guy had a puncher's chance. But then, like, still, and then looking good even outside of that punch. No, all that, all that was surprising. Francis Ngannou gets more shocking. Moment. Yeah, putting down Tyson Fury and nearly getting the dub to the point where a lot of people thought he got robbed. Yeah. It's just, I, I, 
my brain is so stuck on what Terrence Crawford did to Errol Spence. Yo, I watch the, the awards, just sweeping the awards. I watch like the fight Taylor like every Swift. two months. Like I go back and I watch. I was like, yo, I cannot believe that shit happened. Like he just beat the shit out of a man I never seen get hurt. But nobody expected Ngannou to do anything. No, against Tyson Fury, we sure didn't. No, we thought it was a cakewalk. Everybody did, and anybody who didn't is an MMA fan. Yeah, <laughs> they put out those videos of him hitting the pads. I was like, it's over. Yeah, oh, it looks so bad. Oh, I was it's like, over. oh no. It's over. Oh no, Francis. No, Francis. Doing? And then Francis went out there and made a good account of himself to the point where he's going to get another $20, 30000000 million purse. Man, was a technical wizard. He looked phenomenal. It wasn't even like he was just a punch. How do you have better form in a sport you've never done than your actual day to day career? He has no MMA form, phenomenal boxing form. And this is why I keep telling people. Y'all are not Floyd Mayweather. The reason I say this is because Floyd's technique is so pristine, so good. The man has been retired. Yeah. And he's never in trouble. Like, he fights anybody, like these, Deji, whatever. But he knows, like, you ain't going to make me look bad. Yeah. When he fought Connor, Floyd didn't train for that fight. He didn't tell anybody he didn't train for that fight. But he hardly trained. But he knew, like, technique-wise... Even if I don't train, I'm so good that I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk him down. He's going to get like he knew, like he saw the game plan before yeah. it happened. Tyson didn't. Tyson just thought, I'm just going to knock him out. There was yeah. no game plan at all. I, I also know I have to train. But when I get in there, I'm just walking down, knocking yeah. him out. This guy's never boxed a day in his life. He never considered that Francis could be that good. Floyd, the one thing about Floyd that nobody gives him credit for is he treats everybody like they're the best fighter in the room. Yeah. Every opponent, he's he's never looked at an opponent and like, I'm going to fight to your level. He doesn't do it. He fights every fight the same. Yeah. He goes off of what you give him and then gives it back. Andre Berto, Manny Pacquiao, doesn't care. It's the same guy. Tyson fought Francis like Francis was a bum. Yeah. And he found out real quick. It was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And then he's trying to figure out like a new game plan yeah. midway. It's too late. Yeah. He could only figure out how to get a split decision. Floyd he couldn't figure out how to turn the tide on this shit. Because this guy is actually decent. Floyd never, never does no. that. No. It's, it's one of those things where I've watched people talk about Floyd, these exhibition fights. I was like, Floyd is closing. He's going to be 46 next year. He's going to fight God. And people are like, why is he doing this? Because he can. Why not? Because he can go in Vegas. He can go. He can spar. But technique wise, he was like, if, as long as I do this, you can't beat me. Because my defense is so good and I'm such a sharpshooter, you can't beat me. Logan Paul, you can't beat me. Deji, you can't beat me. The little kid in Ryzen that he beat up, you can't beat me. None of you can beat me. Connor? That kid's a good boxer now. Yeah. But it's like, you can't beat me because I'm so good foundationally at this. Like, I know I, I just have to do this. And he scouts everybody he fights. Yeah. Floyd's biggest lie that he ever told in the history of boxing is like, I don't watch any of these guys fight. He watches them all fight. Like, he, he knows exactly who they are before they get in the ring. Tyson was so arrogant going into that fight. And for a lot of people, he should have been. Yeah. But he never considered, maybe Francis could be better than I think. And then it was, you know, they drew the graph. Fuck around. Found, found out. And then, last one, most ducked boxer of 2023. There's mm. only really two options. Who are they? It is Subrio Matias. There's three options. At 140. There's more, there's more options. And David Benavides. David Benavides, yes. Boots Ennis. 
Nobody wants is to fight him. Ducked, or yes. is it just no one left? No, 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 nobody wants to fight him. Yeah. Keith Thurman don't want to fight him. Yeah, Danny Garcia don't want to fight him. Nobody Danny wants to fight up. him. Boots said he would move up to fight him. <laughs> but the other person, I that. like, all right, David Benavides, obviously, because Canelo. Yeah, like I asked David, like David was not trying to be disrespectful, and I was trying to catch him, and he was like, "You ain't gonna make me say this." I was like, "Look, when does it become a duck, though?" Because at a certain point, Canelo, yeah, you got all the cards, right? Like, you can do whatever you want, make all the money you want. But when do you look at that man and be like, bro, you're just ducking me? Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to say that because everybody's going to run with the headlines. Like, I respect it. But at a certain point, because there's nowhere for Canelo to go, there's no way that Canelo can come to the table and be like, I got better options than you. Because there's not. No, you're picking them off one by one. That's a duck. Matias is interesting because Matias. Who's been offered the fight and said no? The key is none of the other champions. There's been champions. And in terms of unifying, he seems ready for it. He does. No one wants to unify with him. Except Tiafimo, who's just a fucking madman. He's nuts. Who, uh, it seems like rumors are saying he's doing like a two-fight deal with Top Rank. And he's going to fight maybe Jermaine, whatever. And, yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Cop who reported the other day on uh, Super Bowl week, which is cool. Yep. But the second part of that deal is he wants to fight Matias, who's Puerto Rican, in MSG on Puerto Rican He's Day nuts. Parade Weekend. He's nuts. Which, that's fine. Like, you're going to get boo tie heaven. But to unify against that guy? <sighs> okay. This is going to be fun. I, Matias has got heavy hands. He's lost one fight by decision. Nobody really wants to fight him. I just don't know if they're ducking him. Like, you can make the argument that Shakur Stevenson's ducked. He's been ducked a lot. Like, nobody's like, ah, oh, I'm going to sign up to fight Shakur no. Stevenson. That's not really happening. Not even after his last fight, which I thought would be, like, yeah. a good thing. But nobody really wants to fight him. But Matias, if Teofimo fights him, which I believe he will, like, look, don't get anything misconstrued of what I've been saying about Teofimo Lopez. I think in terms of pure talent, reflex, athleticism, Teofimo is like, Phenomenal. Freaking nature. Power, reflex, talent, IQ. He's just got to keep his head on straight. That's all we ask in TFM. Yeah. Stop making dumb decisions. But if he takes that fight, bruh. He, Kids at Adam. He's nut. Him and De- Devin are cut from different claws. I, actually, I'll say Ryan Garcia too. Because Ryan was a guy who was like, yo, give me the tank fight. Yeah. And it was like, nah. Today on social, he was like, I'll tell my camp. Because he said, Roly, me and Roly will run it. And Sprague, really like, who says I'm going to fight you? He's like, all right, fuck you. He said, I told my camp today, me and Haney. Yep. And Dave was like, he's right. Yep. He's like, no, they, they really called me. Like, yep. like, he really said this. Like, he don't care. They, they, they're, these are fighters that are built unlike other people. Like, as much as we I just want Tank, because he is one of them. He in is. This era. Like, he can't act like he's separate from them. But he does. At this point, they all want to fight each other. Get into the mix. Fight there's him. money there. Yeah. Because you saw with Ryan, there's money there. If you fight Tio, there's money there. Because you may not think they're a big star by themselves, but with you and them, it's magic and there's money. And there's nobody else for you to fight. It's not like Ryan was doing gangbuster numbers by himself, per se. He wasn't a pay-per-view star. He had a huge following. But the magic between you guys made this great pay-per-view. Haney could be the same way. Well, the thing about Tank is what he has to realize is that there is no 
golden goose that's yeah. just sitting out there. There for like Manny Pacquiao fought Oscar De La Hoya, right? Yeah. And became a superstar. But there is no Oscar De La Hoya for Tank right now. He is Oscar. Right. Because There's no one on your level. You're well, coming down to well, fight. Well, the him. issue is, is that what Tank also has realized, you're older than all these guys. T.O., Ryan, Tank, I mean, uh, Devin, Shakur, you're older than all of them. And they are just systematically breaking the divisions down. Like yeah. Regis was 35 heading in that fight. Devin was like, I'll fight him. When nobody else was like running to fight Regis Progray. And then Devin beat the shit out of him. And now it's like, he's eliminated from the conversation. Now you got Matias. Taylor's out of there. Like they're picking off people. Yeah, the young right. guys are doing this. So, so if you're tank, you're like running out of options. Yeah. And Lomachenko all their- will probably get a belt. And Shakur is looking like, that's mine. Right. So if you're tank at a certain point, you got to say, well, shit, I can't say they're not big enough to fight me because I have nobody left. <laughs> so I, in 2024, tank has to fight one yeah. of them. You're fighting smaller people. If you fight an Isa Cruz, if you're fighting someone, you fought people less than you. Yeah. But you just force them to take a lot less money. Sooner or later, you'll be like, yo, I can fight these guys and they are big enough to make me more money. Yeah. You, but if you're waiting for the perfect scenario for them to pick each other off, it's never going to happen because they're just going to keep fighting each other. Sooner or yeah. later, everybody's going to pick somebody off. You're going to be sitting there like, there's no undefeated super Manny Pacquiao level fight like for me. Yeah. So he, he in 2024, he has to pick one of them to fight. Yeah. He has to. I, it appears like it might be Devin. That'd be one hell of a fight. Hey, it is. I, I can't wait to see what happens there. It was one hell of a show. Thank you for coming back from vacation. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah, I wish I didn't. Uh, thanks, everyone here at Blue Wire Studios, Wim Resort in Las Vegas. As always, you guys follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, subscribe, uh, check us out on YouTube, everything else. Preparing a lot of big things for the new year. So keep your eyes out for that. In the meantime, for myself, for the old man, Andres Hill, until the next Corner Podcast Awards, which is in a couple of days, we're out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.